0: in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie dot com. That's A.N.G.I. dot com.
1: Going in raw is now a cast box original cast box is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can still listen to Going In Raw wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you'll give CastBox a shot. We think it's the best.
0: Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw.
1: This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, friendos, Steve here. And Larson. Yeah, welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you would be listening to right here. At YouTube.com forward slash Steven Larson available. Wherever fine podcasts are, be sure to hit the subscribe button and the little notify bell next to it on YouTube if you're watching us on YouTube. If you're listening to us on a podcast app, check out Castbox. We now have a partnership with Castbox, it's a fantastic podcast app to use. I'm getting all sorts of friendos coming in saying, hey, Steven Larson, Castbox is great. It we is great. Agree. And it's fantastic. So it is great. Check that out. Be sure to subscribe to Going in Raw on the Cast Box app. We're also available. Uh, I mean, you can still listen to us wherever other podcasts are. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you don't want to do that, if you're used to Spotify, if you're used to I Radio, I think Google Play, I think we're on. I don't know. You can check those out. We're also available on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We have a variety of reward tiers. Uh, give us a reward tier, Larson $10. You, you get a postcard. Signed can, by us. Signed by us. I'm actually behind. I think like two months on the postcards themselves, so I need to fix that. Well, we can fix that. Steve. Yeah. This maybe tomorrow. I'll come in and start doing some postcards. Uh, Do you have the postcards here on the premises? No. Oh no. Oh. All the all the stuff that needs to be shipped is at home. Ah. Oh. Uh, and I'm going to get on the February. Uh, I'm sorry, March uh, care packages very very shortly, probably tomorrow as well. It's just the office move, and WrestleMania took a lot of our time. Yes. Uh, and they are also on Teas.com forward slash going in raw, where you can now get Kevin Steen shirts. Yeah, that's cool. You can't get them at Going in Raw's pro wrestling no, tee shop. No, but you can get them at Kevin
2: Steen's pro wrestling tee shop. I guess it's a limited time thing for Kevin Steen, but not limited time for us. Our
1: shirts are available always. They needed to go the extra mile and have those guys wrestle in PWG. I know, Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor, Evolve, exactly. WWN. Yeah All of that Yeah exactly So that'd be a lot of fun um, Yeah and yeah that's where we, are. we got some great designs Over there at Parsley teas. Tees This yes. is a Pro grill. It's Speaking of Pro Wrestling I don't think you, I don't think they have A Pro Wrestling Tea Shop They just do them all Off their own website I have a ricochet shirt
2: <laughs> Celebrating his win wins at the Battle of Los Angeles Tournaments 2014-2017. probably
1: still has his shirts up on Pro Wrestling I Tees, think so. Until you get your own WWE shirt, I think.
2: That's what I heard, but, you know, uh, Johnny Gargano got his own WWE. And Pete Dunne did, too. And they still have their respective shops. Yeah, I don't know what the so deal is. So maybe they're... They're softening on their stance of having exclusive rights to people's merchandise.
1: I think it's just, you know, unknown, what I heard, unknown I heard, contract you, stuff that you, we don't know You about. know what I
2: heard about uh, El Generico when he reopened his shop, and I'm guessing the same might hold true for uh, Kevin Owens, mm-hmm. is that uh, Sami Zayn, while he was fired, um, was being held off the road, and so he wasn't making any money. So they said to him, you can go, or they arranged something where they said, you can go reopen your purchasing tea shop and sell merch there while you're off the road.
1: Oh, that's because he's only making his guaranteed downside. He's not making the additional money from actually being on the road. Yeah. That's interesting. So that might be the same case with uh, Kevin Owens. Probably, huh? hmm <laughs> That's funny. Well, good. That's that's good. I mean, if you're fired, storyline, shouldn't they give you, like, your downside guarantee plus? Just a little something extra. A little something extra. Not, hey, go start a merch store. Yeah, go reopen your merch store. I know. That's kind of funny, though. Anyways, uh, so we're here to talk about uh, another fantastic 205 Live, and why did you call this off-camera, this episode of NXT? The biggest waste of time Dave oh, yeah.
2: ever presented us. Yeah, kind of the biggest waste of uh, of an NXT episode.
1: <laughs> yeah, it really was. Anyways, 205 Live kicked off with Percy Watson being introduced. Showtime, Percy Watson. I like him on NXT. Yeah. He's not the worst, but he's not the best. He's enthusiastic. And
2: granted this is just one episode and, and 2 and, weeks. No, I mean Percy. This is his first episode.
1: Oh, this is his first episode. Yeah, and but, I think he's I think he's going to be a permanent fixture. It's going to be another 2 weeks for Nigel's back. Oh, Nigel is coming back. Yeah, he said oh. Nigel's gone for a couple of weeks. Oh, I didn't catch that. But then I also think he said uh, uh, Percy's going to be a permanent fixture. Oh, that's cool. Of okay, life. that's fine. Totally so fine. I think they're going to a three-man team.
2: All right, that's cool. Um I was just going to say I I I really appreciate what Nigel does on commentary, especially on 205 Live. (laughs) He's fantastic. Because
1: it's about wrestling, and he brings such a great perspective from wrestling.
2: He he not only calls the action, he enhances the stories being told in the ring and really highlights details and aspects that might not be obvious to people. And I think taking him off 205 Live especially, where the stories are almost all self-contained in the ring— uh, would be a bit of a bummer. Yeah, no, um, yeah, no. But going to a three-man team is great. I think that's a great idea. I like Percy. Um, he, he adds something different um, than either uh, Vic Joseph or Nigel, and I think together I'm hopeful that it'll be a, a quality uh, three-man
1: commentary team. Yeah, no, I agree. I like that Percy's moving up. I like it. Um, let's see here. Next up, we are first to kick off the show. We had Callisto. Uh, Versus Akira Tozawa. Oh, wait a second. Didn't it kick off with a Drake Maverick promo or no? No. no. When did he come in? Oh, that was oh that was later on. Okay. okay. Yeah. When he was hyping up the, the Mania match. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Kalisto versus Akira Tozawa. It kicked off with actually a Lucha House Party iPhone promo. Yeah, this is were, cool. They were backstage in New Orleans, so they had beads and stuff. They were walking down the hallways, and uh, Lince and um, Grand Metalik were behind Kalisto, who was holding the phone, and they were giving... You know, fist bumps to all the, you know, friendos who were just hanging out. Yeah. All the interns and whatnot. Yeah. And Kalisto was talking about, you know, the the, the fun that happens in a lucha house party. I yeah. Guess.
2: I think uh, Lindsay had a shirt that said lucha house party. And it Ooh. was, I think, styled after the movie house party.
1: Oh, that's neat. I believe featuring kid and play. Yeah, it did feature Kid and Play. Yeah. There's no I believe about it. It definitely featured... Okay, I a make fact, sure. In fact, all three... My memory is pretty lousy these days. I'm sorry, I'll put it this way. The first three house parties featured Kid and Play. I believe there was a fourth one. How can you have a house party movie without Kid playing it? I it? Th- well, man, wasn't... Okay, so I don't know. I, I think in one of them... I don't know. I'm not going to speak on it. I have like a whole bunch of jumbled sort of notions of what the house play movies entailed house, house party house party movies and i think i confused the first two one of them i think had like one of the dude the dude with the high hair yeah as like a dad maybe who did uh the jump was that then we did the jump no, no that, was that was Chris, Chris cross. cross what are happened to those guys i don't know what did Ken play do Besides the House Party movies, they had some songs. They had some songs. I forget what they were. Yeah, I don't remember. I remember more uh, House Party than their actual musical oeuvre. Did you even see the first House Party? Yeah. Oh, did you? Was so it I so- said I get the first two confused. Was all it the time. a solid? Did you see the second one? Yeah. Why would you have seen the second? Wasn't the second one well into like your grunge phase? Yeah,
2: maybe. It Doesn't mean I I, I ignored <laughs> other musical genres, man.
1: It, but that was a movie. I understand. House Party 2? You actually went to the theaters and saw no, it? No, I didn't go to the theaters and see it. I watched it on TV. Like with high anticipation in advance? It was on. I watched it. Oh, okay. How was the house party in I, the second like one? Like I said, I get one and two confused. Because uh, okay. they're both house parties. They both take place in houses. Yeah. The second one didn't feature like any additional plot elements. Man, like... this
2: is 20 years ago. Yeah. 25
1: years ago. Except, you remember all this? You never saw the third one, though? No. Interesting. You dropped out at some point in that house party. Party, anyways. Uh, what now? Oh, yeah, and then we got another Tezawa, uh, Atami. Uh, yeah, Tezawa did the talking and it said after he defeats
2: every member of Lucha House party, they're gonna be fired.
1: Big smile. I love, I love the ways he's got the coolest, like the silliest, funniest voice. It makes me laugh because he's so, I don't know, he's like a little, he's like a cartoon, he's like a cartoon character. It makes me laugh, <laughs> anyways. Uh, um, the match was awesome, yeah, there's the was fantastic. fantastic, uh, match between. Uh, members of these two respective teams. It was a real uh, point-counterpoint type match, mm-hmm. where each guy was trying to one up the other, and it, it, everything ended up in stalemate essentially, pretty much. Yeah. And then the at end. this
2: point, at this point, these two uh, competitors are very familiar with themselves, so there were some decent reversals and such. Um, at one point, uh, oh, this was great. Uh, Tazawa gets the upper hand at one point, and he does his patented suicide dive to the outside, sending Kalisto like towards the announce table, and falls that up once Kalisto gets up. With a somersault senton, yeah. off the apron onto yeah. him. That was great. That was cool. Um, but talking back about the uh, them knowing each other's uh, arsenal of moves, uh, Tezawa goes up the top rope, gets ready for the top rope senton. Kalisto gets his knees up.
1: Yeah, man, that looked like it, hurt it In the end,
2: Kalisto wins with a salida del sol. And next week, it was announced that there's a tornado tag match between uh, Lince Dorado, Grand Metalik, taking on Akira Tezawa. And Hideo Watami, and they're talking, they're starting to really emphasize that this battle is to see who is the better team. Mm-hmm, yeah. We also saw the formation potentially of another tag team last night. Yeah. Later on, when uh, Drake Maverick was backstage and uh, Brian Kendrick returned, uh, rejoined Jack Gallagher. Mm-hmm. Um, so it seems like they might be involved in this uh, burgeoning tag team division here on 205.
1: Yeah, it 5. looks like that's what they're going to go with. Um, that's cool. That's interesting. That's fun. Looking forward to seeing all that stuff. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Moving on. How come that seemed about as sincere as Nakamura's interview the other day? <laughs> I'm really looking forward to that. <laughs> I don't know. Because you say Jack Gallagher and Brian Kendrick, and I'm
2: like... The last time we saw Jack Gallagher, he's been on a tremendous match against Mustafa Ali.
1: That match was great. Yeah, it was great. I Okay, so here's the thing. We've been in the new phase of two hundred five live enough for me to uh rethink kalisto lince dorado grand metal league in their new roles and they're fantastic they're really good same goes for uh adeo atami and akira Mm tozawa right but like the guys who are coming like when noam dar comes in i'm interested to see what you're gonna have to get that's so annoying it keeps on going to dark screen um yeah, this computer is a prop for today. <laughs> yeah. They're going to have to – I'm interested with Noam Dar to see what angle they take with him in this new 205 Live era because obviously they're not going to be doing the kind of stuff they were doing with, like, Alicia. No, Boxer but I before. hope
2: they what they focus on with him is the fact that he's a really good uh, submission wrestler.
1: You know it would be cool is if they put him with Galler. I want I want to start – let's see some three-man factions, some three-man teams. It seems yeah. as we got Lucha House Party. Bring in another dude for – are there any other Japanese uh, 205 Live guys that could go with uh, a Tommy? In, if they're going to go with the cultural thing, you know. Um, I mean, obviously, Kendrick's not like a British guy and Jack Gallagher is. But, like, if they bring Noam Dar in with Jack Gallagher, they're kind of from the same area. You know, all they should do is generally they, is speaking, pair up uh, – Within a couple thousand miles of each they other. They should
2: pair up uh, Drew Gulak and Noam Dar. Drew as, a, as a team of submission experts.
1: Oh, see that would be cool. No, that would be fun too. That'd be neat. Um, but uh, I don't know. I just still have I still have bad memories of Jack Gallagher and Brian Kendrick. Oh, it was and real Jack bad. Jack Gallagher in, in clown makeup. Yeah, it was real bad. So that's still my visceral response. Once I see them in the ring, and Drake Maverick was talking to them saying, "I want to make sure this is that's in the past and this is going forward." And mm-hmm. Brian Kendrick, in the Brian Kendrick way, which who knows if he's being sincere or not. Um, said, uh, you know, yeah, wink and a nudge uh, was like, yeah, no, it's all good. All that's in yeah. the past. And all Kendrick
2: has put on some great matches in the Cruiserweight Classic. So. Yeah, no, he no,
1: he totally does. I love Brian Kendrick. And apparently he went a long way towards training Ronda Rousey mm-hmm. leading up to her match. So um, that's all good stuff. Yes. Uh, next up, we had Mark Andrews. Uh, he was backstage and Tony Nese approaches him and says, hey, hey, man, Drew Gulak used to be my friend. You should go out there and beat him up because well, first, he's kind of a big jerk now. Well,
2: first he says, "I want vengeance against Drew Gulak." Yeah, but you go out there and kick his butt. Yeah,
1: exactly. You you soften him up for me, and then I'll I'm going to beat him up. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, so yeah, Mark Andrews says, "Right, radio." Uh, and then we had Drew Gulak versus Mark Angel. I was very much looking forward to this match. It was a fantastic match. There was, it was some really, great. really cool stuff going on.
2: Drew Gulak had a sweet new robe. Yeah.
1: Oh, my God. No, he didn't. That thing was – I'm so glad you mentioned it. It looked like a ladies' lingerie robe. Oh, it was great, It man. looked so bad. It, it was looked, purple satin. It was purple satin, and it was like low – but it was like coming high up, dude. I swear to God, it was like a woman's lingerie it was robe. Great. It was like a bathrobe for like you know a sexy bathrobe. It was terrible. It wasn't great, dude. Stop saying it was great. I immediately could not take him seriously. It was great. It was so bad. So he says he I'm was like here. getting out of the bathtub. What better hey. time than now for hey, a new
2: PowerPoint presentation? He says, but not now. He says, anytime but now. He was focused on the task at hand, making Mark Andrews tap out.
1: Exactly. And then we got Mark Andrews' crappy theme song and him waving his hand. Oh, I hate that so much. It's, it's fine, man. It, no, man. It burns me up inside. Oh gosh. I just want to punch him. I really do. You need to. I never liked those stupid airplanes on. I'm anti-Mark Andrews now. I've decided. God, he's so good in the ring, though. He's pretty good. It's really difficult to be anti-Mark Andrews. Yeah. He's great, but I hate when he comes out and waves his hand.
2: He's trying to get the crowd into the oh, show. It's the worst. No, it's not the worst. Is What's it? worse, that or Drew Gulak's new robe?
1: <laughs> At least Drew Gulak's robe makes me laugh really hard. I was belly laughing when I saw that thing. I said, is this his new gimmick? Sexy lingerie model? <laughs> <laughs> Bathtime lingerie woman? <laughs> oh, man. That killed me. <laughs> Anyways... Oh, man. Soccer mom on date night. Oh, Oh, God. That was great. Anyways, this was a fantastic match. It It was, was really good. Drew Gulak has got this amazing, like, mean streak now, and he's just trying to ground Mark Andrews. There was a lot of him... I'd look, dude, I could see him put people in dragon sleepers all day oh, long. Oh, man, the torque he puts on that. And especially Mark Andrews, Ow. who seemingly can, like, you know, touch his butt with his head because he's so bendy. Mm-hmm. He's like, it's a minute. It's so fantastic. Well, it's not. He doesn't call it the dragon sleeper. They call it the gulak. That's a terrible name. That's an awful name. Call the dragon sleeper. It's a great name. Yeah, it is. It is a great name. Anyways, I so think what that's, happened I think that's what uh, gulak calls it.
2: Um, you pretty much touched on it. It was Gulak. Gulak. <laughs> gulak. Um, trying to ground Mark Andrews and, and put him in a variety of submission holds, all leading to the Dragon Sleeper. Yes. And it was Andrews trying to create space, use his uh, aerial moves to uh, gain advantage. And there yeah. was a lot of back and forth. There was a great spot around the apron, and, and Gulak shoves Mark Andrews to the ring post. Yeah. Um, Soften him up a bit for the Gulak, which yeah. eventually happens. Mark Andrews taps out after the bell rings. I uh, always,
1: dude, I'm sorry not to interrupt. It always stands out to me whenever he hits that stunner, like out of nowhere. Oh yeah, it's yeah, always yeah. so much fun to see. Oh, I know. That. Yeah. That's
2: always a great reversal. Um, after the bell, Gulak puts Andrews into the Gulak again. Yeah. Um, Tony Nice runs out to make the save. Gulak, gosh, that's tough. Gulak, Gulak. yeah. Gulak and the Gulak. That's tough.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's why I don't say
2: it. It's All a right, dragon sleeper, man. Gulak uh, kind of escapes to the outside. Tony Neese does like a corkscrew type deal on top. Yeah, that was him. great. Um, he was fired up. Yeah, he was. So we have face
1: Tony Nice now. Yeah, no, it was awesome, man. And then his awesome music kicked in. Yeah, his music's good. His music's fantastic. I don't mind,
2: I don't mind Mark Andrews' music. It's so bad. It's not bad. This is not your
1: style. You're right. And then it's, it's bad style. It's not bad style. I like good style music.
2: He's trying to be... Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He's trying to write an anthem. That's what it is. Oh, I
1: know. I hate when people do that. I used to like Kings of Every
2: Leo. Every song on OK Computer is an
1: anthem. Fitter, happier is a... Barring that, is one, everything
2: else is like that was the, the the point of like that was their phase of songwriting where they were trying to do
1: music like that at the time, man. I don't really think any of that. Maybe true. the tourist is it, but everything else pretty yeah, much. Yeah, there's a lot. Lucky's not really an anthem.
2: It's got a crescendo
1: and stuff. Yeah. The, by the end of which, yeah, it is. Yeah. They're all rock anthems on there, man. Well, I mean, that's a very broad thing. All U two does these days is rock. That's Andrews. all they've ever done for the
2: most part, barring that little
1: experimental period they had. Yeah. So but yeah, that's a very broad thing. Yeah, no, I. There's a lot understand. of crap within I'm the not rock. Saying because anthem. you try to write a an rock anthem, it makes it a good song. Thank you. And Mark Andrews is a crap one. It's not a crap one. It's just it is what it is. Are you gonna listen to it when you go to the gym? No. Why not? You're defending it so hardcore, I feel like you should.
2: No, I'm, I'm not saying it, it's, it's something I'm going to pop into my CD player, yeah. I to go to the gym, my, my Discman. Oh,
1: please tell me you take a disc man. No, I take my phone. You can never take a Discman to the friggin' gym, it's man.
2: It's too much to wield, uh, carry around. You
1: would need, uh, like the, the, the people at the gym back then, they had those like lockdown ones. Yeah, yeah. Or like extra That you expensive. put on your belt loop. Right, exactly.
2: But no, I mean, that's just not my style of music. I don't listen to, the, to kind of like that. Pop punk stuff anyways, or power pop stuff. I don't listen to that. Oh, it's easy, terrible. I know. Period. I agree. I'm not going to say it's terrible. It's just not my thing. Yeah, it's awful. Uh, next. Oh, we talked about this already. Drake Maverick was backstage talking to Brian Kedrick and Jack Gallagher. They're a team again. Yeah, they are. Um, to close the show, uh, Drake Maverick came out to the ring, um, really
1: put over the Mania Cruiserweight title match. Oh, he has mouth. He, when he talks, it opens one side bigger than the other side. He's very passionate. He's my favorite GM I wonder if Paige is going to be a, a, a competent GM because they've had this thing where like the GMs have been like, Kurt Angle's a So far,
2: Drake Maverick. Well, no, Regal... Ma- no, Drake Maverick's the most <coughs> competent GM in all of WWE. Regal is the most vindictive. Yeah,
1: he seems to get exasperated fairly <laughs> he easily. He gets angry so easily, Yeah, which is great for drama. Yeah. I'm not saying any of them make for bad TV. It's just funny when you watch Kurt Angle and how bad of a boss he actually is. mm mm-hmm. um, Daniel Bryan was okay. Daniel Bryan was decent. He just had a deal with Shane. And, it, yeah, um, like when they did their passive-aggressive thing. Yeah. But before all that, he was good. Uh, Drake Maverick is, like, the best one so far. I'm anxious to see if Paige Storyline is going to be a good GM. Chongo texted me the other day, said, do the GMs on WWE, do they actually have Sway or is it all Storyline? I'm like, dude, how long have you been watching wrestling for? <laughs> anyways,
2: uh, anyways, Drake really put over uh, the match He introduced Cedric Alexander
1: Yes Came down great. to the ring his Looking shirt. like a million bucks His shirt was the same color as the strap on the title And his pants were the same color as the the, the plates He's he has, he has learned from Okada It's best to try to look like the title you're carrying So again, Cedric He's looking like that title Looks mm-hmm, good on him mm-hmm. So anyways mm-hmm. uh, He was cutting a little promo and then Mustafa Ali comes down. And, uh, says, he you says, didn't just deserve it. You earned it. You earned it. They gave a nice hug. And you can tell that Mustafa Ali said something that was either charming or funny or what. But he made Cedric Alexander laugh.
2: Uh, one thing we didn't mention during our, our Mania review was at the end of this match, after Cedric pinned Mustafa, he went right... Like, to his ear. Cradled his head, kind and, of. Yeah. And they had a moment. They obviously exchanged something. Maybe yeah. talking about the struggles of the show and, and finally having that moment at Mania, how much it probably meant to both of them.
1: I'm pretty sure. No, afterwards, Cedric actually said, what he. Oh, you? yeah. He said, let's go to Denny's now and get all you can eat pancakes. Plus two more pinks. All right. I really wanted to do that with a straight face. <laughs> nice try. All right. Anyways, um, no, you're probably right. He said, you
2: know, now that you're champion, there's a long line of people back there in the locker room who want to shot that belt. And he says... I'm in that line. I'm in that line, man. And Cedric's like, no
1: problem. Cool. He's like, we're going to do it again. And then Buddy Murphy comes out of nowhere. Well, from... No, his music hits. And so they both get distracted by his ridiculous, like, digital vomit uh, titantron. Yeah. It's just, with dubstep. With dubstep music.
2: And so he comes in through the crowd, <laughs> hits his
1: finisher on Cedric, leaves the ring. That was great. And it was, it was cool because, like... So his finisher looks the best when it's like in fluid motion with somebody else. Yeah, but like he basically just strong-armed Cedric Alexander in his finishing move, so it looks more brutal that way. When yeah, you that's
2: just, how that's how he ended his match against Kalisto. Yeah, I know, Same I way.
1: know. It was great. Like I like I like when he does that. It looks prettier when somebody is like running into it, but when you oh, just yeah. grab somebody and, and do that to and them, more,
2: more left deadlift them up on your yeah, shoulders. Yeah, right. It's pretty brutal. It so is. It was good.
1: So, anyways, uh, yeah, and then Drake Maverick is beside himself. He's yelling. He says, You're going to suffer some consequences because of this, Buddy Murphy. So, obviously, Buddy Murphy is going after Cedric Alexander uh, with the idea that Cedric Alexander is probably going to tell Drake Maverick, Don't punish him. If he wants a piece of me, I'm a fighting champion. Mm -hmm. So, Buddy Mm -hmm. Murphy, and that's going to be, man, I can't wait for that. That's going to be be fantastic. fantastic. It's going to be really good. Yeah. This damn phone, my phone keeps on slipping so awesome. yours keeps on going out mine just keeps on slip. it slides down like these
2: laptops are basically props for us today well that's not true you're recording the show I'm on recording there. the show on but we room. don't have any internet in here right now so let's do
1: this here we go. Uh,
2: next NXT a uh, pretty light episode of NXT there's two matches <laughs> yeah and then a bunch of interviews and a bunch of recaps um, and this seemed even more recap heavy than usual for a post takeover episode because sometimes on these post-takeover episodes, they usually they're... have three matches. And this one just okay, felt like all right. you have a match to start the show, a match to end the show, and then just all interviews that were already all on WWE.com, and then a bunch of recaps of the matches that happened at TakeOver.
1: Yeah, but there's some stuff to talk about. Yeah, there's a
2: bit. Uh a show kicked bit. off with uh, Kyrie Sane taking not on Lacey
1: Evans. Boy, you're right. There's not a lot to talk about here. I mean,
2: pretty much the most important thing to talk about is what happened at the very end.
1: Yeah, and that's kind of a bummer to me, too. Uh, so yeah Kyrie Sane took on Lacey Evans The time traveler Lacey Evans uh, A decent match Lacey Evans is a good wrestler mm-hmm. Kyrie Sane is a great wrestler mm-hmm. She is so She is so flipping good Like mm-hmm. she is <clears throat> I don't know what their plans for her are Did we ever see Kyrie versus Ember Moon? I don't think so That would have been spectacular Yeah that would have been really good I don't know if we ever got to see that I don't think we did uh, Because then we're going to have Kyrie Sane lose to Ember Moon Oh, and they're both, you know, they're both faces too Yeah Um, No, she's fantastic I can't wait till she goes to main roster Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, Mm -hmm. she's ready yesterday Mm -hmm. Um, Anyways, no, this is a decent match though Um, Lacey Evans was uh, kind of overpowering Kyrie Sane for a lot of this Kyrie Sane got the upper hand with her strikes and then went up for the insane elbow. Hit it, got the win. Yeah, so she wins. Not a big surprise.
2: And then we had a, a, what was supposed to be an Undisputed Era interview. So the interviewer asked, you know, why about Roderick Strong joining Undisputed Era? Right, as Adam Cole about the answer. Roderick Strong put his hand over the mic, whispered something in Adam Cole's ear. Adam <laughs> Cole did this. Yeah. And they walked. Did you
1: hear what? Later on, he explained. Denny's, right? Denny's all you can eat. eat, plus cake, two. Plus two for $2. Yeah. And that's, I mean, I would have a big smile on my face, too, if you whispered that to me, man. You know,
2: I'd actually be happy if you mentioned something about, like, the, the, the French Toast Slam. Oh, man. Well, look, here's the thing. Or Denny, the biscuits and gravy that that is on the value menu.
1: My thing is this. As soon as, you, as I hear the word Denny's, then I'm going to have a smile on my face because really? the sky's the limit there for breakfast items anyways. All right. Do you ever get, have you ever gone to Denny's and got like an yeah you got like the chicken you get like the chicken strips sometimes mm-hmm. which those are the same wherever you go yeah have you ever had chicken strips that were like holy crap have you tried these chicken strips no that's not a transcendent food item <laughs> they're always the exact it doesn't matter well they're either are they're, they're, they're
2: pretty decent or if they're like fried incorrectly they're horrible like <laughs> the think, breading's all soft they can be or really like bad yeah they can be you really know, bad think you never have transcendent uh, chicken tender nobody's
1: ever been like oh I mean you get them because they're like v- because they're basic. They're, they're, they're healthier than like a cheeseburger, hot dog. Uh, yeah, I guess so. They're still deep fried, so they're not that good for them. Right, yeah.
2: Um, next, uh, Authors Pain interview, where they were uh, being interviewed by Mike Rome.
1: So this is kind of a thing, because we were talking up their their ditching of Paul Ellering. Mm-hmm. And I had seen this like the day before, and I was going to talk about it on the podcast, and I, I plumb forgot. But um, yeah, so they're backstage with Mike Rome after their raw debut, and he says, you know, Tell us about your raw debut and they're all very intimidating. No, and he says he says the thing that everybody that is on everybody's mind is you seem to left your leave your mentor, Paul Ellering, there at the ring and you guys left left him. And he sort of shuffles into frame and says, What are you guys thinking? I came up with the plan to win the Dusty Tag Team Classic. I'm the guy who's taking you to your new heights or whatever. He says, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they said, It's not about you, Paul about us your chapter has been written your chapter has been written and they walk on so i would have preferred not that yeah i would have preferred it just left be left alone
2: yeah well it'd been okay if they had just left that on
1: wb.com or their youtube is an optional viewing experience even yeah i know but even that is kind of canon and I liked I like what we oh, saw know, on Raw. But I
2: wouldn't have seen. I wouldn't have, usually I don't watch the stuff on WWE.com. Oh yeah, YouTube. yeah. I, don't, I don't. I just watch yeah. the televised products. So if they had not included that in NXT. I would have been none the wiser and assume that was just how it ended yeah. on Raw.
1: I would have preferred if they were going to do that. I would have preferred like if they had to talk to authors of pain, whatever. I would have preferred a separate Paul Ellering video. Maybe if he's getting in a car or something mm-hmm. and say, Paul, you know what's that? And He said, oh, I don't know. They don't need me anymore. Some crap. Like yeah. That, I don't.
2: Apparently, know. my my chapter has been written with the authors of
1: pain. Yeah, because it seem it seems more. It just seemed more like, I don't know, they were kind of dicks to him. And I kind of liked on Raw, it didn't really feel like that. It just felt like two monsters going along the way. Like, we don't need you anymore, Dad. Yeah, yeah, agreed. So, but whatever.
2: Um, We also got a Shayna Baszler interview.
1: Oh, I love this. This I love this. I thought this was fantastic. Her
2: kind of eye roll at the end of it was great. Yeah,
1: I know. No, I loved it because she said, you know, now that I'm here, the women's division, she said, there's going to be changes there's going to be changes that are going to be made the women's division is no longer going to be about you coming into work and getting complimented on your hair or your makeup or your dress it's now going to be about who the best wrestler is and she put a heavy emphasis on the word wrestler Mm -hmm. and I really really love that I really appreciated that Um, but
2: uh, yeah after the interview concluded, she kind of did this you know she got like a a little modest eye roll be like "All right, I got that over with yeah oh my god
1: I think she is so fantastic Mm -hmm. I, I can't get enough of her she's amazing
2: uh, last interview with Ember Moon Following her debut on Raw It yeah. seemed very genuine
1: No, it did And like You know, this is a clean slate for her mm-hmm. And I hope they roll with that You know Because she is, she is just who she is Yeah And I just when so that interview where they said, "Hey, you know, what do you think about your debut?" And she, or do are you sad that you didn't get your, you know, uh, to your oh, vengeance yeah, yeah, yeah. on Shayna Baszler?
2: And she says, "No, the, the rest of the women's division there, they'll they'll handle that. they will
1: strong. they they are strong, and they'll be able to hold their own against her." Um, and I like that. And then her and Nia Jax were, you know, going to go party or whatever. And I, I like that. I thought it was good. Nia Jax looked legitimately happy for Ember Moon, yeah. and Ember Moon came off as very sincere. She came off as very sincere, and I, I would like her to maintain that even when she's in a feud with somebody and she's supposed to be, like you know, uh, angry with them or yeah. or show some intensity. Yeah. I feel like she starts to stray into acting territory No, I understand I, I, As opposed I get to that. channeling Like I, I something get more method I think, I, think,
2: I think, especially the last uh, sit-down interview she did It was There was no ebb and flow to the intensity It was yeah. constant And it seemed like if there was some uh, variance In the degree of intensity It would have seemed more believable
1: If she Yeah, if she just dialed it down Like, here's the thing She seems like she comes off In her normal interviews Like the thing that we saw as a very sweet person, you know, she could just fire up the intensity in the ring. That's great, right? When she's confronted, when she has a question about, you know, uh, a nemesis of hers, right? It would be much more effective if the smile, because she has a great big smile, and it's it, it's so, it's very charming. If that smile leaves her face, that's kind of enough well yeah it means it means a lot it means a lot Mm -hmm. so i don't need to see her snarling and moving her head like this and stuff that's too much it's enough when the happiness that you convey on your face is just gone yeah you know yeah i don't know i mean that's just my take on things uh after that we got a heavy machinery versus tino sabatelli and riddick moss match um boy, I I do not care about heavy machinery at all. They're they're still so cheesy to me. Can't get over that. Anyways,
2: Um, this is an all right match, but really the highlight of it was both teams were down. Out comes War Machine, now called War Raiders.
1: There was one spot with
2: Riddick Moss
1: that looked so cartoonish that he took like a nasty bump. But it looked cartoon. I don't know. He was something in the corner. I forget what oh, it was. Oh, yeah. He was tossed into the corner, yeah. yeah. And he kind of flopped himself in the corner with his back. Yeah. I think I know what it you're looked so cartoonish, but it made me laugh. Huh. Anyways. <laughs> so the War Machine the hits
2: the ring. They beat everybody up. Hit a fallout on Tino. Yeah. Sabatelli. Yeah. Uh, making an impact in the tag division.
1: Yeah. The thing that bugged me about it, the only thing that bugged me about this was, uh, I don't mean to be uh, This bugged me This bugged me, but Moro referred to them as the War Raiders before their little signage came yeah, up yeah, on yeah, the I video. Know, I know.
2: I think that was supposed to be a reveal.
1: Yeah, that was supposed to be a reveal. You should
2: have said, Hanson and Rowe were here. Right,
1: exactly, yeah. Um, but it was cool. It was fun to see them. The crowd popped big time for them. They started chanting War Machine pretty heavily. Look, man, War Machine is obviously a much cooler name than War Raiders, but I guarantee you in three months you are not going to miss a beat in calling them the War Raiders. Nobody will. That's just how these things go. I hated the name Alistair Black. Now, I love the name Alistair Black. I think it's pretty fantastic. <clears throat> I'm not huge on War Raiders. It's going to take me a while to get used to that one. I, well, three months, you'll be totally fine. Uh, you're going to answer some questions. Yeah, sounds good. All um, right. Are You want to go to San, Sacramento Comic Con with me on April 15th? That's soon. What is today? The 12th. Yeah. but i got to file my taxes. Same here. I'm all done with. Oh, you haven't actually filed. Well,
2: it's, I I did my federal. Like I Got to do my state. Oh, okay. I just have to. I literally just have to hit the file button. Oh yeah, I did that. Everything else is done. I just wanted to take a day. Uh, um, fat bastard champ Alex Foster. What main a roster star should be sent to NXT 205 Live during the shakeup?
1: Since when have you become the king of thumbnails? I just start. I'm just. I'm getting a this little better. at Photoshop, like man. So on the Patreon, we've because we don't do pre-show and post-shows anymore. Or well, we can't th- while we while we don't have internet here in the office, um, we're doing these letters from Sweet F because that's where we're at. We're in Sweet F, uh, and like this thumb is absolutely amazing. Lar- it's it's Larson's head. Yeah, you really enjoyed that one. You put yeah, it on I Twitter. Do.
2: It's fantastic. It's like I know what I'm gonna do for uh, today's episode too. Oh, I need a
1: I need a picture from you for, to good. complete yeah, it. Like, Liam Wagner asked us to make the thumbnail a shirt. That's fantastic. Anyways.
2: Fat Bastard Champ Alex Foster, what main roster star should be sent to NXT two oh five live during the shakeup? Owens and Zane should show up on NXT. Yeah,
1: I know, that'd be great. I said I told I think I told you this. How great it would be if they went to NXT. Regal gave them the same yeah. uh conditions as Engel did. You guys uh, there's one there's one spot here. You can fight for it. Double they count go out. on. But they they yeah, they have a double count out, but they have like just a killer match mm-hmm. because NXT you just your matches are better there. Yeah. That'd be
2: great. Um, it'd be cool if like Leo Rush went to two hundred five live. <coughs> yeah, get in the shake up. But like, is anybody else in the main roster? Do you think could be sent to two hundred five live? Maybe like maybe Sin Cara. Oh god, I wouldn't want that.
1: Because you'd have to put him with Lucha House Party. Hmm. Uh, I mean, yeah. Like you could. De- technically put Tyler Breeze there. Oh, that's true, but then you'd break up Breezango. Bree, yeah, I don't want to do that. No. Um I mean that could be a funny bit if Fandango was doing the thing that we wanted Buddy Murphy to do, just act like he's, you know, a light a lightweight. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Make it a comedy angle. Cuz how 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 do you think Fandango is? like 220? No, 235 maybe. 230 oh, wow, Okay, yeah, maybe. He's tall. Yeah, he's a tall dude. Uh NXT though. I don't know, man. I don't like the idea of people I mean, besides Owens and Zane, because the storyline, it makes sense. And I actually would kind of like to see them. Today. I think it'd be kind of cool.
2: Um, Second City Champ, AO Worm. How long will Cedric keep the title and who will take it off him? I think they're going to give him a good run.
1: I think they're going to probably give him a long run and they'll probably circle back around Mustafa Ali at some point. I don't know if they're going to do a heel takes it off him thing.
2: Yeah, with mean, the show so focused on competition.
1: Yeah, I mean, he, hopefully he'll have like a couple months with Buddy Murphy. They'll put on some spectacular matches. mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, And then, uh, I don't know, maybe Mustafa Ali will have to get past Buddy Murphy in order to get to Cedric. I don't know. But I want to see those guys go back at it again. They teased it last night, which is the only reason why I think it's probably likely. Yeah.
2: Um, unretired Dwayne Nix. In both of your guys' personal opinions, how awesome would it be if Undisputed Era won all of the belts at one point during the NXT run? They it, should.
1: They would be living up to their name. I think yes. they should do that.
2: Yes. they. I think they'd almost have to do that. Yeah. Dylan the villain Scribner, Power rank other things NXT could do with these boring recap episodes. thanks friends and Nicholas Grosskerth has correct answer. show some of the access tournament stuff.
1: yeah they, yeah there's a couple things they could do so they could show some of the access stuff they why not like tape one of the Florida house shows like get us a preview of some of the developmental talents out there Yeah, the matches are, probably aren't gonna be as great as they would be if they these people had another six months under their belt but you never know. Like, I want a preview of what we're going to see in a couple months. There's a couple people that, you know, that are out there on the house show circuit that I barely have any knowledge of. Mm -hmm. I would love to see a preview of what's to come. Yeah, agreed. But the access stuff, too, absolutely. Yeah, I was actually really surprised when they did the Undisputed Era interview or the recap of all that. I'm surprised they didn't show any footage from the next day at access when Roderick Strong was the guy to defend. I know. Uh, Dustin Weiss.
2: Who should be the first challenger to Alistair Black's title? Uh,
1: so I don't know any. I didn't. Did you look at any of the spoilers from yesterday? I think I did. Oh, no, I did. Yeah. I'm not going to comment on it because it might have been the answer that I was going to give anyways.
2: Okay. Um, Hunter Hoss Helmsley. Hey, friend. Those power rank the top 10 NXT WWE stars you think are flat earthers. Well,
1: AJ is. We know that. (laughs) At least. That's what Daniel Bryan was joking about. Yeah. We got a lot. I think think there's a lot. I'm not a flat earther. I just think there's a lot of questions. (laughs) That was great. Uh, Who else? I would love to see Lars Sullivan make the case that the earth is flat. Yeah. Because he's supposed to be like super intelligent. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Super eloquent. Yeah. Well-spoken. That'd be good. Um... T.J. Perkins, to me, seems like he might be a flat earther. I don't know why. You know why? Because he reminds me of Flip Gordon. I think Flip Gordon's a flat earther. What about Bray Wyatt? <laughs> it seems like it'd be easier to eat the world if it was flat. Yeah, yeah, there you, you go. you eat it like a pizza. Man, I
2: love pancakes. I know. Um, Alto Voltaje. If Johnny Gargano heads to the main roster, where would you like to see him land and who would like who'd you like to see his be his first feud and which championship do you want him to see when I can't read, see him to win first?
1: What was a run on sentence there? Uh go on to Smackdown, SmackDown live and Daniel Bryan Daniel first Bryan, feud. AJ Styles. This is all it's all good. There. Win the US title. It's all good there.
2: Uh, Mike Demopoulos, just got to see the Mick Foley 20 Years of Hell show last night. And if it comes to your town, I highly recommend. Mm. Very funny, awesome, behind-the-scenes um, stuff from all his big moments in his career. And it was even crowd interactive. Not a question, just comment. We'll
1: check it out if it comes to town. Yeah. Alex Knight, do you guys think any cruiserweights will be drafted to the main roster next week in the shakeup? So there's no evidence to suggest that cruiserweights can be sent up to main roster. And besides Cedric I'm not really sure I don't know I I could see Mustafa Ali On the main roster Yeah Yeah I could see that Yeah I'd prefer to see him On 205 Live. Tony Neese There you go Tony Neese That's a good one Um, Johnny Ireland um, Yeah War Raiders What is a better name Besides their original name And should Ellering Manage them No Ellering I just want that guy To take some time off Yeah He's you know Old he's done a lot Yeah Let him enjoy his life Better than War Raiders Well we were coming up with some synonyms Yeah Yeah Oh I liked War Engine Oh yeah that was good That's great War Engine's like the best Yeah War Engine should have been the one Yeah Although would we all have just super laughed at that Because Engine is exactly the same as Machine No Because Raiders is far enough from Machine Where it's like okay well whatever like I feel like I probably would have been like, Oh, that's funny. Engine machine. <laughs> what about battle battle engine? Battle engine? Then you're doing synonyms of both. Yeah, I would have laughed even more at that one. Oh, okay. Yeah. They just went to the-
2: thesaurus.com. source.com and Right, exactly. Got yeah. some good synonyms. Uh the cat Daryl Takahashi, Power Rank kayfabe reasons, Reasons, Cassiusono has not been called up yet. You know
1: what'd have been cool? They just called him war. Mm-hmm. That'd have been cool. Anyways, what now? Uh K Cassius Reasons, is on it k uh, uh
2: Real went up to him and said, would you like to go to the main roster? And he goes,
1: oh, no. <laughs> yeah. In fact, he was just singing a song, and he realized that he just turned down a $100,000 raise. I know. Uh, broken, Jacob Omega.
2: Hey, friendos, will you guys fantasy book NXT through next year's mania? Thanks. That
1: seems like quite an endeavor. That's a big task, man. Well, there's only, there's what, five takeovers?
2: Yeah. So the next one's in
1: Chicago in June. All right. So let's say let's start from the end uh, at the at the Mania Takeover. Then well, I guess it'll be Brooklyn Takeover. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Alistair Black loses the NXT title to whom?
1: Well, at that point, Gargano. Oh, you think Gargano's gonna be around for all the year? No, but it's you and I booking, so why not? Oh, all right, sure. You and I booking and right. There's a lot of great people That I'd love to see Gargano with Yeah You know Feud against Like Gargano versus the entirety Of the Undisputed Era mm-hmm. Who doesn't want to see that Oh that'd be fantastic Yeah Gargano versus Velveteen Dream Yeah that's all good stuff Yeah it's all good stuff I'm gonna stuff. say No let's say this uh, Alistair Black loses it to Adam Cole Oh a year from now Yeah Okay Alright Okay Um so
2: then uh, who would Alistair Black face at the respective takeovers? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well,
1: the one prior to that, uh, let's say he takes on – let's say the Undisputed Era thing lasts for two takeovers. So he takes on like Roderick Strong at the first one or at the one before that one. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> and then before eventually Adam Cole. And then Adam Cole and Roderick Strong could have a thing Mm hmm. Undisputed mm-hmm. Era breaks up. Uh, and then before the Roderick Strong one, Lars Sullivan gets his shot. All right. So that would have been – no – yeah, Survivor Series. Survivor Series, yeah. So we, need Summer Slam. Summer Series. we need SummerSlam. We need SummerSlam. We need SummerSlam and Money in the Bank. Yeah. No, uh, no, 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 no. Let's push all those back. So we've got SummerSlam covered with Lars Sullivan, then Roderick Strong, then Adam Cole. The last one is Velveteen Dream. Oh, yeah. The last one's got to be Velveteen Dream, which would bring us to Money in the Bank, which is the next one. It's Money in the Bank weekend, right? Yeah. Yeah. Junior, yeah, and mid-year. that is gonna be against. Oh, we already know that, so we're gonna. I think. Do we know? I don't think we do. We don't. No. Not with certainty, I don't think. The next guy that we both know about. Do we know if there's a title match that already happens? Maybe but between now and then. I think so. Okay. All right. They're gonna have it. Okay.
2: Anyways, we'll just skip the, the, the money to make one. Okay. CM Punk finds it insulting. I think we can all agree that we need undisputed air at the Hardy compound. Power rank things you want hat to happen for the undisputed deletion. Mm. Number one, uh, re-dragon fall into the lake of reincarnation and coming from the lake, out of the lake, is Dalton
1: Castle's boys from PWG. I like it. I like That's that pretty that good, lot, actually. I like that a lot. I would like to see Rebby Hardy... Playing a tune on the piano while Kyle O'Reilly, yeah. air guitars that's The good. piano music that's good.
2: I'm gonna hear Ravi Hardy do uh, Undisputed Era's theme on the piano. Yes, that's, that's all I care about.
1: Da-dun, da-dun. And then they find like Maxwell's gym set outside, and they cut a promo. Cut a promo. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the true king of hoss,
2: the mighty Quinn. Hey, friendos. So, what are some NXT talent that you would like to see called the 205 Live?
1: Leo Rush. Leo Rush. Leo Rush and Leo Rush. Not sure if I want to see Gargano in 205 Live or on main roster. For a spell, I said 205 Live, but I kind of want him on main roster.
2: Um, Liam Wagner, did you see – or, sorry, do you see Dan Matha, Tino Sabatelli, and Riddick Moss being a faction after the performance as Charlotte's Royal
1: Guard? Um, so would they invite Dan Matha into their Royal Charlotte's he would, Royal he would. Guard? He would, no, Dan Matho, those are the three members of. No, I know, but then, like, you know, for, for NXT, would they invite him into oh, their Gotcha. Faction? Okay. Yeah.
2: Like, they'd be there, the collective three of theirs uh, Maserati, Suits, yeah, and so on. Exactly. Um, bronze Grappling Hook, pick five superstars from any era of WWE to remake your intro. Who do you choose, and how would you like them to welcome the audience to going in Raw? It'd be Stone Cold. Stone Cold number one.
1: Stone Cold number one. The Rock number two Really fun. one A, one B The Rock number two CM Punk number three Triple H Triple H number four And I mean Ric Flair of course Oh yeah it Gotta be Ric Flair Yeah Ric Flair was my favorite part of that uh, Andre stuff Oh yeah He was cracking me up He's such a child it's amazing <laughs> <laughs> Trying to allude to Yeah uh, he's got a 24 inch shoe
2: Or a size 24 Size 24 f- foot Size 22 ring I mean Yeah Come on
1: What well, more do I have to say and he's so giddy when he's talking I about know. dicks.
2: Tommy T. Hey, friendos, my question is, what are some things in wrestling history that people like to forget? For example, people people really like to forget how important Vince Russo was to the Attitude
1: Era. Yeah, with Vince Russo, it is kind of important to take the the good with all the bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and But I think people, you know, I mean, Survivor Series 98 is like your favorite pay-per-view. It's <coughs> definitely one of mine. I mean, it's definitely probably top three in the Attitude Era. Um, And it wouldn't surprise me if he wrote a lot of that stuff. Yeah, I know. So a lot of the stuff that he did is, you know, uh, what are some people, what are some things, other things though, that people like to forget? Because that's a good example.
2: Um...
1: I don't know if people really understand, because Meltzer will hammer this home like a lot whenever he talks about the Attitude Era, and just how bad Stone Cold's heel turn was for ratings, that whole thing just mm-hmm. drove people away mm-hmm. in droves, um, so I think people kind of underestimate, or don't really talk about that often, just how bad that heel turn affected the business. Yeah. That's a good answer. Yeah.
2: Uh, Nightcrawler. Hey, guys. So my question is, what is 205, the 205 Live Mania match for next year? He would like to see Buddy Murphy versus TJP because he thinks they have great chemistry. Oh, that'd be fun. What Leo Rush 205?
1: versus Buddy Murphy. Leo Rush. <laughs> so I really like the Buddy Murphy. I, li- I really like the Leo Rush aspect of that. Who else could there be? Neville. Leo Rush. This is on 205 Live that I like. Yeah, Leo Rush versus Buddy Murphy is a really good answer.
2: Uh, Frendo Club Hunter Rook. Looking back at Ember Moon's and Drew McIntyre's championship runs, where do you put them on the list of NXT women's and men's champions?
1: Ember's is pretty low. They really do a lot with her. She went from one person she couldn't beat to... Another person that she ended up not being able to beat. Right. I mean, she had how many title defenses? Three or four. Yeah. Not a lot. Uh, Drew McIntyre's is a lot of wasted potential. I mean, Ember Moon was sandwiched between two. I mean, I think Shane is going to be pretty dominant. Asuka's obviously Asuka. So she was kind of sandwiched between two dominant runs. Yeah. Um, Drew was just unfortunate because I think Drew probably would have I don't know what the plan was. I don't know if they were just gonna call him up. Yeah, I don't know either. Have Aleister Black be well? No, because the plan was for almost to to beat him, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't because he was injured. No, the injury happened during the, the final move right, match. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So who knows? Yeah, I don't know, man. They probably were gonna call up Drew.
2: Um, I'm not Baron Corbin. Hey. First of all, I've been enjoying being part of the Frendo community so much that I just increased my pledge on Patreon despite oh, nice. somewhat limited resources, so thank you for all the great content you put out, and thanks to all the other Frendos for making this a great place to be. Thank well, you very much. Thank you
1: very much, man. There's there's no need to do that. We just want you to have a good time. But yep. You know, we're doing um,
2: good. That out of the way, how prestigious do you see the North American title being down the line? It's off to a great start for sure, but are you worried it will become an afterthought mm-hmm. like the United Kingdom title? Or will it be like the Intercontinental Title and serve as a proper mid
1: card belt? I it think it's the latter. F- it, f- dude, it f- no man, it feels like a co main event title. Could yeah, it really Especially like, with Adam Cole carrying it. Yeah, like it, it has a f- They're making it feel very important. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be interesting to see <coughs> what they do with it. it will be interesting to see if they can make it
2: comparable to the uh, IC title in New Japan, or it is kind right, of one yeah, A yeah, and one yeah. B. You know, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, Larson's black cat stepfather Hey friendos Who by this time next year will be our NXT champions So Ricochet North American champion
1: And I'm going to say Velveteen Dream NXT
2: champion Alright And then women's champion Candice LeRae Could be And then the tag champions will probably be War Raiders
1: Probably If they haven't moved on already Yeah I could see War Raiders, I mean, if it's this literally this time next year, I could see them having had their run and already been called up it's a year is a long time. Yeah, it is. Um, so I could see that happening. I mean, Authors of Pain were around so long because they were developmental, but War Machine's are ready to go. Yeah, they're pretty polished. So I'm going to say, if it's not War Raiders, I'm going to go with like the Street Profits. I think they're going to have a good another oh. year of developing. I'll probably say Street Profits. That's a good answer. That's a great answer. Street Profits, Ricochet, and Velveteen Dream. But I don't know, Rick, that's a year away. I know, he can be... He's going to be a North American champion. You know, he'll probably take it off Adam Cole. Let me refresh this, see if you have more questions now. Uh, True Bud Ryan, I was praying for it to be Neville to spoil Cedric's celebration. With the way 205 Live is booked now, do you think Neville regrets his decision? I'm going to say no, simply because... 205 Live has been the way it is for a little while now, and Neville has not returned. Yeah. So I actually think that Neville probably doesn't regret his decision. He probably wants to be up on the main, main, main -hmm.
2: roster. Funzo's Revenge. Hey, guys, who's the poor sucker who gets to be Shayna Baszler's first feud as champ? And how long will she have that title?
1: Lacey Evans, they've been giving Lacey Evans a lot of Mm -hmm. time on Mm -hmm. TV. Granted, she just lost to Kyrie Sane. Oh, she's also a heel. Um... Dakota Kai, maybe? Could be. Could be Dakota Kai. Could be. Because they've she like kicked her. Well
2: she well uh Shana or Dakota was the first uh, competitor that Shayna stomped on the
1: arm. Oh well, that's right. So there's a history there. There's a history there, but she also kind of just got destroyed by her, huh? So I mean they're not gonna immediately put her in there with Kyrie Sane. No. It was another strong face. Nikki Cross. That'd be interesting while they figure out what they're going to do with Sanity. Yeah, I know. I'm surprised they didn't get brought up already.
2: Braun ate my homework. You are both tasked with running 205 Live and are given full control over the roster and told by Triple H, make the best roster you can. Raw, SmackDown, NXT be damned. Who do you take from Raw, SmackDown, NXT outside WWE, and who is, like, the top
1: guy? Okay. The best 205 Live roster, everything be damned. So money is no object. So you go out and you sign Will Ospreay. Contracts are no uh, are no. You go option. and you throw all the money you can at Will Ospreay. You get Will Ospreay. You get Hiromu Takahashi. You get Takahashi and you get Marty Skrull. Yeah. So that you start there on the outside. Uh, you bring down Finn Balor. Uh-huh. Uh, you bring up Johnny Gargano from NXT. You bring up Johnny Gargano from NXT and you bring in Leo Rush and Ricochet. Mm-hmm. And there you go. That's like the most hype wrestling.
2: You move the show to its own venue, a 500-seat
1: arena somewhere. No, I would say at that point you can afford to go like a 5,000-seat venue. Oh, okay. Um, You're also on uh, Fox proper network. Yeah. Uh, What's a good night to run it? Thursday. Thursday nights. There you go. And you rename it Thunder. No, WCW, man. Yeah. that's so bad That's such a terrible idea No, it's a great idea World Cruiserweight Wrestling WCW Wrestling Cruiserweight Wrestling Wrestling Cruiserweight Wrestling There you go Perfect Alright, is that our show today? That's our show today Alright Let's see if I can do all this Let's see Hilton, can you get some music for us please? M-
2: music, please Hilton Wait, Hilton's not here
1: Hey, He's right there Look, You just hit the music button No, you didn't You did Good job Hilton way to do your job. Anyways, that's it for the show. Thanks so much for tuning in. Be sure to leave your comments in the comment section. And until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye.
0: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well,